Fantasy Sports. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are powered by BetMGM. Uh, Got to make sure you follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, as we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, we were there yesterday. WilsonCountyHyundai.com to see all their fantastic inventory. Calvin and Settle, if you need new hardwood floors or finishings in the mid-state, all across the mid-state at CalvinAndSettle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. I love how Jabu comes in here and he's keeping his, his stats for himself, saying that he is the six-time love of the show champ. Uh, uh, so I don't know if there's like a, go, around, around the horn as they like keep their like perf- their actual stats on I, how many times they've won. Look, I, I, Dave, Dave won it yesterday. You only get the love of the show with good quality comments. We get some dumbass comments that we don't read from time to time. From time to time, All but time. we also get some really good comments yeah. through the course of our conversation, and those are awarded by love to the show. So, uh, best of luck today, and I hope that you attain that love. Yeah, Chris has a question uh, about uh, the cornerback situation out of the gate, and we'll address the cornerback deeper on. His his question is, why did the Titans sign some bum from the Browns and Kevin Johnson when they could have signed Desmond King back for three and a half mil or get fuller? Well, they did sign... Kevin Johnson before Fuller got cut by Chicago, but Desmond King, and if you listen to how Mike Vrabel and John Robinson talk about the cornerback position, speed, like long downfield vertical speed, that's what they want to do. That's why they moved on from Logan Ryan the year before. Desmond King, not a speed guy, really good in the slot, really good around the line of scrimmage in the, in the short zone area, but they're looking for speed. So Kevin Johnson has speed. I don't know what else he has, but we'll talk more about the cornerbacks later on. But I think a massive thing that Titans fans are freaking out about in free agency is the lack of really any movement or reporting of them being in on any free agent wide receivers because Corey Davis got signed Monday by the Jets to a big deal to go be their number one target. And the Titans already cut Adam Humphreys, and they're just kind of standing pat with A.J. Brown and a bunch of no-name practice squad guys behind him. Yeah, and and wide receivers are coming off the board or visiting other teams yeah. that aren't the Titans. And, and yesterday, unfortunately, uh, my favorite target, some guy that, you know, a, a guy that you mentioned early on in free agency who was a top three guy in your opinion. No, that not was, a top three guy, a top three value option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Titans yes, of, what, okay. of what the conversation is. Okay. Uh, and that was Keelan Cole. Yesterday, he signed with the Jets one year, $5.5 million. And I think it solidified our notion because Schefter tweeted out that Keelan Cole drew as much attention, if not more interest, than some of the bigger name wide receiver free agents on the open market. I, Because I, I've we've seen Cole do play. You, do you believe that, though? Like, how can a guy who drew – as much or more interest on the free agent market only gets five and a half million dollars a year. Like do the bidding well, start well, at like it's a, value. I, I get That's that. That's why. But if he, well, if you get that, then that you answered your own question. But it's, I, I find it silly to, to look at the deal that he got at five and a half million dollars. Like, of, of course he got a lot of interest because a lot of people look at him as a third or fourth guy. That's going to be cheap. 
I find that I find that very funny. Well, everybody's looking for value. That's the name of the game, especially in this offseason. I did, I find that's it, why there's so much I just, interest. I find it ironic. That's and why funny. I was interested in him. Uh, right, but I find it ironic and funny that uh, that Keelan Cole gets as much or more interest than all the big names. Like, well, and you know he, why? Because Corey Davis is not worth the money that they're paying him. Okay. Corey Davis is now worth twelve point five million dollars. All right, so let, let's let's <laughs> let's talk about the other the other names that the Titans have just not they've missed on in the uh, wide receiver free agency. We'll start at the top when it comes to the biggest contracts and work our way down. Curtis Samuel signed with Washington for three years, thirty four and a half. Nelson Aguilar, uh, I don't know about that, uh, but he goes to New England uh, for two years, twenty two million. Kendrick Bourne on on Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, didn't start his career real well with Philadelphia. I think he got paid obviously uh, from what he was able to do last year with the Raiders. Yeah, right. So like he improved, and then that's why he got the contract. That's I, Aguilar is a risk. I don't know if he's worth that type of money, but uh, obviously New England thinks that he is. Yeah. So then you've got uh, Kendrick Bourne also with the Patriots. Jamal Agnew. With the Jags, Marvin Jones with the Jags, Will Fuller, one-year deal with the Dolphins for 10.6. Then you get A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, Keelan Cole, Andre Roberts, David Moore, Tyra Williams, John Brown, and some others that fit the value veteran wide receiver that the Titans could go after. And all the the I think the majority of the best names of that selection are now gone. And I don't think the Titans are even reported in having like any interest or having discussions for some of these guys. Yeah, the cupboard is bare now for the free agent market at wide receiver. Also, I'm going to ask you this because I, ha- I had this notion as we were preparing for this show. Do you think, let's just say in the immediate, that John Robinson got burned by Adam Humphreys, and so that's why he's not doing that again? Not saying he won't eventually, Spend but, free free agent money on wide receiver. Yeah, well, it's it's the fact that in the I mean, same, he got burned in the same off season. Yeah, but by concussions, like that's that sucks. Like I don't consider that getting burned. It was unfortunate. Uh, I mean, the way it, it definitely got burned. It but, was a three year, thirty million dollar contract. It got burned. Let's go. Let's go do to a deeper. So Adam Humphreys uh, and AJ Brown were acquired in the same off season. So there's the there's the nine million dollar slot receiver in free agency. And then there's the second-round draft pick in A.J. Brown. One of them's a pro bowler, trending to be a top-10 wide receiver for years to come, and he getting a massive contract yeah. there. Humphreys, who could not stay healthy. And even when he was healthy, he wasn't that good. Like, let's just be honest. He wasn't worth the money they were paying him. Like, let's not give Adam Humphreys any free passes. They pay Understand Adam- that he got concussed and he was injured, but when he was actually on the field, you can blame Mariota because he blew, or... When Tannehill was there, he just wasn't that good. He wasn't worth the money they were paying him. And so that's why I bring this up is, did John Robinson take a look and say, I'm not going to do that again right now? We also have to remember who the quarterback was when the Titans signed Adam Humphreys because everything in that year was to help Marcus Mariota, and Humphreys is that center of the field target. I mentioned that, but he still wasn't very good. Okay, so okay, let's, let's move towards replacing Corey Davis. Because believe it or not, can Zach, you do this in the free agent market? Or have I mean we've gone through this. You 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 very well went through that. Do you see anybody left that's worth it? Well, damn? we'll talk about the free agent guys, but I think it's clear that the Tennessee Titans are not going to rely 
on a free agent wide receiver to be A.J. Brown's compadre. I agree. And it's time to go to the draft. So here's the question we want to ask you guys out of the gate this morning. Should the Titans use their first-round pick on a wide receiver or on defense? Should the Titans use their first-round pick on a wide receiver or on defense? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. If you go to RentersWarehouse.com, you can find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. If you are currently renting a home and you want to upsize, downsize, whatever it might be, they've got fantastic inventory all across the mid-state for you to look at. Also, if you are trying to earn extra cash flows or maybe get that long-term equity, that long-term wealth, rent out your property and let Renters Warehouse do all the work at RentersWarehouse.com. Izzy Sports, you can see at the bottom of our screen, don't forget, last chance to sign up for our bracket challenge. It's absolutely free and you can win $500 plus a Mill Creek Brewing prize pack which is great they're going to give you some swag and you're just going to have a ton of fun that's the best part Austin's going to have a lot of fun tomorrow yep, i'll be here right here at mill creek brew tap room in nolensville that's where we're broadcasting live today and also throughout the tournament just like austin's shirt says use the app bet mgm i saved my night last night over timberwolf suns got me back to where i needed to be to start the tournament off right today Got some parlays going. Be yep. a part of that action. You can sign up, get risk-free bets, and promotions running like madmen on BetMGM app. Download it today. All right, so the question is, should the Titans use their first-round draft pick on wide receiver or on defense? A lot of comments. Steph saying, at this point, got to be wide receiver. Adam says wide receiver. Marquis says defense. Manuel says cornerback first pick, wide receiver second pick. Mark says wide receiver. Kevin says defense. Joshua says wide receiver first round. Uh, Michael going specific with Rashad Bateman. I like Bateman a lot. We'll talk about him in a second. Defense from Max McGee. Matthew says wide receiver. Tyler, all caps, wide receiver. Go defense second round. Uh, and then uh, Dimes just says neither. Just draft best player available. I don't care if it's a tackle. They just signed Ty San Brilo back yesterday too. So I think they're okay at tackle with the addition of Kendall Lamb and Sam Brello and Lawan coming off the injury. Gerard says corner or inside linebacker. Tall Texans says defense for sure. You can find receivers in the second or even the third round. Joshua says or go get Juju. We'll talk about Juju and other free agents left. Bobby says wide receiver. Jeff, wide receiver. Uh, it's got to be a receiver from Donald. Troy says draft is stacked at wide receiver. Go first round defense. Take wide receiver with a second. Zach, how you feeling? And Ed says best on the board. I, I, yeah, there's been a few best available options, or are people saying that? It just depends on who that best player is. But here's where I, I think that I have come to the conclusion. Your big problem, since you still have Ryan Tannehill playing at an all-time high, Derrick Henry, the king, rushing champion, back-to-back -back years, and back-to-back -back Pro Bowl years, you have to go defense still. You, that, you have to start looking forward to the future of fixing this defense. I think the offense will be okay. Will it be as good as it was last year? I don't know. Hard to replicate a 2,000-yard runner, right? I mean, just again, over well, and over. Once and over you again. add a 17th game, it makes it a little bit more A little easier, but, <laughs> yeah. but still, in the scheme of winning football games, uh, it's hard to do. 
can Ryan Tannehill stay at the performance that he's been? Can A.J. Brown continue to improve? I think yes, yes, and yes to a degree. But your defense has been really bad. That's really the focus. John Robinson has told you that with his actions. We talked about that earlier this week. Who's the next guy that they should target? I said corner. They went and got a corner. Why? Because they just cut a Dory Jackson. But, but they had already cut Malcolm Butler. They are paying attention to defense, and I don't think that's going but, to change in the first round. Does Kevin Johnson fix your corner problem? Didn't, I don't think so. Did, that wasn't the question, though. I, I get that, but like, well, I, so so that that I see that's you're, not you're the talking like linear. I, I know what you're saying. Well, the question and, and earlier you're trying the, to talk about how you were right with that answer. Well, like, was I? Yes, yes. Technically, you were right with who they signed because that was actually, the question. Actually, no, they went and did uh, Anthony Ferkshire before then, I believe. So, so there you go, Anthony Ferkshire. That was Jeff a Swain. deadline. That's well, okay. I, I mean, technically, you. Uh, well, we were talking about addressing which position next. And you yes. said corner. What, free that. what free agent? He Jeff was Swain. He was rest- uh, uh, Ferkser was restricted anyway. Okay, he's still restricted free agent. You you know in the scheme of what we were talking about. Okay, so I you said wh- what did you say? I said wide receiver. I said wide receiver. They should. Yeah, I and think. and I their action. Well, I, it's been well, a long week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what day that was. They went and got a corner. They targeted defense. I think that that will continue. Their pass rush. You said it yourself, Austin. You you would have taken or you did take Bud Dupree off of your board in free agency. You did not think that that was the right signing because of the injury. Time. Yes, correct. So I would assume. I actually don't know if you still feel that way because you gave it a B. So I, I don't know about that, but. It's a risk. All, all of what you have said kind of yields to this answer as well. Because, well, defensively, you question Bud Dupree being full 100% at the start of the year based on your words, not mine. Yeah, what I mean, do you say risk? Because the Titans must hit on this pick. I don't know why you're questioning my <clears throat> logic so much. My logic makes sense. The uh, Titans went against it. But the fact is they had to hit on a big-time pass rusher in free agency and they went and got, got the guy coming off the ACL, which it might work out. Bud Dupree talked yesterday on the zone and said that he's going to be cleared in May, which if that's great, great. Look, I hope Bud Dupree comes and fix the sack problems and the, and the pass rush problems. I'm not rooting against Bud Dupree. I hope it happens because that makes this defense better, and we want to see more playoff games because it's better for us. But Bud Dupree is a risk because of the injury. That's My logic still stands even with them signing him. I it, it it's very it's interesting to look at this first round draft pick because there are so many needs and it's like what are the strengths of this draft? I feel like there is not an elite edge rusher in this draft. There are three guys who could be available at 22 overall who would make sense to pick there, but you're not going to be able to count on those guys immediately. The two Miami kids and Ojolari from Georgia. I don't know how impactful those guys are out of the gate. Doesn't that help? Because they weren't going to get an elite pass rusher. Those guys would have already been gone at the beginning of the draft. True, but that, that actually but, is a benefit, in my opinion. Yeah, I get you. But Quiddy Pay, is he a scheme fit? I don't know. But is he the best player of the position? Yes. And he, and, but again, will they slide up because they're edge rushers in the position of value? The wide receiver is interesting, too, because you've got the elite top three guys. That you're not going to get. And no, they're not touching those, and it's not even worth it to trade up because you can get pretty good players later on. So, like, Amari Rodgers in the third round makes sense, or Elijah or Rondell Moore in the second round. But 
Will they fall to 53? Do you have to move up to go get one of those guys in the second round? I don't know. Terrence Marshall and Rashad Bateman are kind of the late first-round picks. Where's Kadarius Toney? What type of wide receiver do you want to pick? Do you want to pick a big-body guy like a Bateman or a Marshall? Or are you thinking slot like the Moore guys or uh, Tony? It's And then there's the corners. Because I think there's there's the Farley, Sertan Jr., and then Horn. Then there's a drop-off. How do you feel about the corner at 22? 22 is such a weird spot in the draft. I think wide receiver, if it's Bateman or Marshall Jr., that is the safest pick for success at 22 overall, is wide receiver right there with those two guys. It's Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU or Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Those guys are going to be good. J.C. Horn, I don't know if he's going to be available. So the corners behind him are more question marks. The edge rushers, while talented, are question marks. If you want to hit at 22, it's Bateman or Marshall. I agree 100% with that statement. I think Marshall is going to be outstanding. And I think he fits your need. Here is the issue that we have at hand. I love Elijah Moore. I want Elijah Moore. Ole Miss, hottie toddy. I think that makes a lot of sense. But it doesn't doesn't replace Corey Corey Davis. Davis. Like I, I'm not stupid or naive to that. That's that is here. That's where I'm at. Is if they would have gone out and got a six-four wide receiver in free agency, then Elijah Moore in the second round, give me, feed me, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, pull me up and shoot me up. I, that's what I want. But that doesn't make sense. I think defensively, you have to go get an edge rusher in the first round. That really, I'm not saying he. He doesn't have to like get 10 sacks or eight sacks or nine sacks this year because you have well, Bud Dupree it, and Harold Landry. What he has to do is replace Harold Landry next year. True. And so that's yeah. why this makes perfect sense. You're going to replace a second round pick that I think Harold Landry, I wouldn't say overachieved, but achieved. Like that's what he's done. He stayed healthy. He's gotten sacks. He didn't have any help on the other side of the football. And so, like, I think. This is the perfect replacement opportunity. Bud Dupree is going to be here for five years in Nashville. Give him a first-round counterpart. At least, at least three. At least give him a first-round counterpart on the other side. Get your wide receiver in the second round. Go find another value so, because you are going to bet on A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and Ryan Tanner. So you're, you're all about edge rusher. Uh, you're, you want to double down at edge rusher and with, the, with the big free agent in the first round draft uh, pick. Like you're, going, you're going Green Bay Packers from a couple offseasons ago when they tripled down on Preston and Zedaria Smith. And, and, and what did uh, they get them? Back-to-back and, NFC championship appearances. Right. Back-to-back NFC championship appearances. This is get me juiced right now because this is the kind Rashawn of moves. Gary these are the kind of moves that you have to make. The Packers, if you speak of that, they had their quarterback. They had Devontae Adams. They got their good running game. They didn't play well in those championship games, but they played well all season. They were 12-plus win teams both years, and they knew that they had to get defensive pass rush. They paid to play. And whether you pay, and the Titans have yeah, paid budget play pre or pay in draft capital, they need to draft a first rounder on defense. And you think it's edge rusher, not edge corner. rusher. I love quick side note because you guys are bringing up other corner names. I love, and it makes me feel old that three of the top corners in 
this draft have the last names of Sertan, Horn, and Samuels. Yeah, we've seen all. <laughs> and, and it's like it's incredible to watch the pedigrees of those guys and how good they are. So I will say this. If they did draft Terrence Marshall Jr., I wouldn't hate it. No, you I would love it because that guy's going to immediately replace what Corey Davis has given you, if not have a and have a higher ceiling, most likely. And the offense doesn't regress. It's what Justin Jefferson did for Stephon Diggs once they traded him to Buffalo. And I questioned it. I will admit my wrongs. I doubted Justin Jefferson at the beginning of the year. I don't know if you remember me Who saying this. Who was the 22nd overall pick last year? I was, because the, the first two Wide games. Wide from LSU, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, the, the first two games, I was like, man, Justin Jefferson's small. Like, he just doesn't look as big as he did in LSU. But he got behind the defense. Yeah. He ran good routes. Cousins got him the football. If Terrence Marshall Jr., that's high expectations, has a first year like Justin Jefferson, you have hit this thing out of the park. Yeah, that, that's. I don't think you need to expect. That. No, I mean, no, that's because not a, that's like how many Pro Bowlers are there? Are there at rookies at wide receivers? Not many. But that's where I'm at. My right now, and I'm probably going to stay true to this because I'm pretty loyal to my my thought process. The only exception to the rule would be Terrence Marshall Jr. at 22 to draft him to replace Corey Davis. Besides that, yeah. you got to go edge rusher. I, I, I kind of agree, but like I, I think it's a smart it's, but way. But the of edge thinking. rusher is not a not as sure. Nothing's a surefire pick in the draft, right? But I think Terrence Marshall Jr. and Rashad Bateman are more surefire, safe, going-to-be-good player hits the than the edge guys What there. would have happened to all the Titans well, wide like, receivers but, they've drafted but, besides A.J. Brown? But he got, it, it, but it's, wrong, wrong, wrong. I understand wrong. what you're saying here, but there's a different general manager. This general manager, John Robinson, hasn't whiffed as much on high draft pick wide receivers as previous GMs, and the college game has transformed into giving you more finished products at the position now than they did several years ago. So the guys that are coming into the NFL wide receiver are doing well because you look at the the players uh, at the edge position you're talking about. Jalen Phillips had a great year last year for Miami. He transferred from UCLA. He's got injury his issues that cost him his first two years at, at UCLA. Then you got his uh, his teammate Rousseau who opted out all last year, but two years ago he had 15 sacks. But he's as raw as it gets and needs a lot of coaching. Then you got. Uh, Ojalari from Georgia, who's slightly undersized, not as long as the other two guys. So it's there's there's a risk in those three guys where the risk is less with Bateman or Marshall at 22. And uh, I want to bring this up because I, I did say this, and this is my opinion. It's not it's not like gospel, like old Spo. But Kane Kane says y'all saying that uh, they're not bringing back Harold. Might as well Velcro names on the jerseys, which is kind of funny. I mean, but, yeah. Kane, uh, this is my thought process behind them not bringing back Harold Landry. Because Harold Landry was not a first-round pick, they don't get the benefit of giving his fifth-year option, right? They don't get that extra year. He's a second-round pick. He, he fell in that draft. He's done well, and I think other teams are going to look and be like, he had no help. He's Carl Lawson, right? I mean, yeah. Draft, draft replace repeat. Draft, replace, repeat. And 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 you know I'm what? I you, I think the Titans, John Robinson, should replace Harold Landry with a first-round pick in this year's draft. And here's the other thing. I'm not going to say anything everybody doesn't know. They cannot go, you know, Isaiah Wilson 2.0. They have got – you talk about they had to hit on this free agent uh, pass rusher that they got Bud Dupree. 
more importantly, because this is a larger spectrum, you cannot miss on a first-round pick again. You can't do it. So I think it's a safer bet to draft a pass rusher, have him learn behind Bud Dupree and Harold Landry and not just throw him out to the wolves right out of the gate. Because as you said, he won't be elite of elite. He won't be a Nick Bosa or a top five pick. He'll be a little bit lower in the first round. This makes complete sense to me. Yeah. I'm the the reason I'm why, in on this. The reason why I think you can afford to go to not go edge rusher in the first round is because I think that like Osai from Texas and there's some other names in the second round that might be available there. Where the drop off from the top three guys that I've talked about to them is not that drastic. But then I actually found doing some research a potential third round edge rusher, also from Miami and Quincy Roche, who could be there in the third round that I like the idea of. He transferred from Temple to Miami this past year, and he was a team captain and the conference defensive player of the year at Temple as an edge rusher and went to Miami and played uh, on that defense with Jalen Phillips. I think Quincy Roche could be – he sounded like a John Robinson, Mike Vrabel-type guy where it's leader, productive, uh, transferred and went and was also productive for a bigger opportunity to prove himself on a bigger stage. So I think there's options later on, but there are also options later on at wide receiver. I think corner, corner's the riskiest position to avoid in the first two rounds because you don't know what you're going to get later on. It, the, you just don't know how they're going to pan out. Yeah, I, I think I think what this week has told us, and this is what we titled the show live here from Mill Creek Brewing, I think it's solidified that they have got to get one of their first two picks at wide receiver. Yep. That, I mean, that, that they've, they've showed their hand. And I think it is because of the success of A.J. Brown. I think they found value in the second round. They did not find value in signing Adam Humphreys to a large free agent contract. This ain't going to be a top five pick like Corey Davis, right? So John Robinson is going to use that same philosophy on how he found A.J. Brown and possibly, and this is a deep wide receiver class. I don't know how deep it is in replacing Corey Davis. There's a lot of smaller, shorter guys, speed guys, less 6'4", 6'5", 6'3", guys that I think and fill the Corey Davis role. And, and I tweeted something this morning because our guy, Tron Davenport, uh, put out a video of Rashad Bateman from the slot. He looks like A.J. Brown. It's a, it's, a, it's a slant from the slot, catch, turn up field, gone, right? And Rashad Bateman was clocked under 4-4-40 laser time this offseason. The guy's a freak. And he had a weird year with Minnesota with the opt-ins and opt-outs kind of going back and forth. But he... But I, I do think Rashad Bateman and Terrence Terrence Marshall Jr. Like did, nobody watched or paid attention to LSU as much this year because they were bad. They had quarterback issues, and Terrence Marshall Jr. averaged over hundred yards a game. Yeah, I, that's that's. He was a higher rated player. That's the pick for me, dog. He was a higher rated player coming out of high school than Jamar Chase. He's, he had an injury his sophomore year, which was the year where Justin Jefferson and Chase blew up. Right. And so he was and he was behind him with the injury. And then this past year with no quarterback, not with Joe Burrow, with Miles Brennan, who's awful, and he got hurt, and then some true freshman that nobody remembers the name of. Brad Johnson's son. Yeah, yeah, right. And then Terrence Brad Johnson's Super Bowl winning quarterback, yeah, by right. the way. But 
but Terrence Marshall Jr. still balled out <laughs> on a bad team. So, and then there's Kadarius Tony, but again, he fought, he's in the slot thing. Yeah. So, and that, he's been. I, 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 could you get Bateman and true? Would you have to trade up from your second round? You'd have round? to move around. Yeah. 53 is a weird spot. Yeah. It's to get value of what you, you need. And, so I look, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset they go pass rusher in the first round, trade up in the second round, and utilize maybe their third round pick, the compensatory pick that they got to move around and get up or a later round pick, whatever it is, to go get Bateman in the second round. Now I like that. I truly like uh, again, I'm okay with Terrence Marshall Jr. as the first round selection. I'd rather have a pass rusher if you're the Titans, but uh I like the view of this now because it's it's this clear, is it's this, more clear now yeah. that John Robinson after free agency kind of the dust has settled a little bit the first more. Wave. The first, but the first wave was massive for the Titans. This yes. was so much movement on cutting guys and replacing them, it and letting them walk. I mean, Johnu and Corey at the end of the day, I think John Robinson early on in free agency going into this period knew they were not going to keep those two guys. They were too expensive. He wasn't going to do that. And then, did you see this yesterday? And I read this on Twitter of how they negotiated and and benefited off of signing Jayon Brown to a voided years. The void. That, yeah, that's that's just something that I just don't understand. No, like, I somebody I, the I smartest the smartest person who understands contracts and the salary cap can say, Austin, here's how voided years works. And I'm like, no comprende. I, I don't. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand how that really works all that much. I get restructures. I get how it's signing moving salary cap around. Yeah. It was, no, it's, it's just spreading the signing bonus out is what it's doing. So when, when you sign like Bud Dupree's, I, I saw F word pie put this out. Bud Dupree's signing bonus was $16 million that he gets all in his pocket now, but the cap hit spread five years. So whatever that math it's is kind of opposite of that then. Uh, of what Jayon Brown is doing. Well, not necessarily, because he gets a signing bonus that he gets now, but then he gets a base salary. Your base salary and the the portion of the of the signing bonus count for the cap. And then so they spread out his signing bonus to year two and year three that can be voided, but I don't understand how it's a one-year deal and what all he does. It had to have been get. compared to the other contracts that he was offered. Right. Yeah. I mean that. That's how they structure it. If let's just say I'm just going to throw out random teams, the Jets and the Panthers had offered Jayon Brown X number of dollars. They just voided the the. They went over and voided the next two years. That's how I would assume maybe of what it would. And so been. he gets he gets that signing bonus in his pocket, but it's spread out for the team's purposes. So it, 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 but he still has the opportunity. Here's how it works: Jayon Brown wanted the opportunity to play this year, stay healthy show his elbows fine, hit the open market next year, and the Titan says, we'll give you that, but can you help us out with these voided contracts and spread out the money? Uh, speaking of wide receivers, this is pretty good from Warren Sharp. $3.8 million for one year of John Brown. I was out on John Brown. Were you in or out on John Brown? Didn't like the smoke. Yeah, don't want John Brown. I didn't think that would be a good move. $6 million for one year for Emmanuel Sanders. Did you think that would have been a good move for the Titans? Uh, Maybe. I think I'm, I could have bought it. I'm, I could have bought myself into it after some time. No, not you're, you're not going to sell me on that. Give me Keelan Cole for 5.5. Oh, baby. yeah, absolutely. Give me Keelan Cole. Um, so I'm out on Manny Manny. He's aged. He's, he's used goods. Uh, 
10 million for Will Fuller. <laughs> you're going to get, you're not going to pay him some of that money because he's going to go on aisle. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to get hurt. No, thank he's you. He's going to get hurt. No, thank you. His step job says standards, standards is 34 years old. Right. Stay away right. from Will Fuller. So, and then, no, no, no. The last one, as you mentioned earlier, Nelson Aguilar, $22 million for two years. So that's an average of 11 per. Nelson Aguilar comes up, and I always think about the guy in Philly who was talking about the kid falling out of the fiery window and caught it. And thank God Nelson Aguilar wasn't there. So uh, so let's let's do this, because you guys are starting to bring it up names for, like, Sammy Watkins or Josh Reynolds. Let's bring up the available free agent wide receivers. Um, and, and then Ryan brings up a good point. Fuller's suspended for six games, so that contract is prorated. So even you're not even going to get him for the whole season. I forgot about that. God, what an idiot! All right, so which of now, these? Why do they want Will Fuller? Why does everybody the want Will they're Fuller? Because he's because he's really good when he plays. He doesn't play. So which <laughs> of these free agent wide receivers left makes the most sense? I'm really good when I'm on a yacht. But I'm first, rarely on a yacht. <laughs> tell everybody, Zach, about Calvin and Subtle. Doesn't make any sense. What does make sense is Calvin and Subtle to restore and really get brand new hardwood floors in your home. Rip up that old carpet that's just been, I mean, it's more of a hassle, right? You got you to vacuum the damn thing every week, it seems like. It stinks. It's old. The kids are probably scuffing up all everything, whether it's your hardwood floors that you have in or ruining your carpet. Replace it with brand new hardwood floors from Calvin and Subtle. That's CalvinandSubtle.com. They've got you covered one to two weeks. You cannot beat that. One to two weeks, Calvin and Subtle can come in once you pick your perfect hardwood floors, order the material, and install. That's CalvinandSubtle.com right here in Middle Tennessee. A to Z Sports, Bet MGM, the king of sports books. It's a perfect time. If you haven't taken advantage of what we've been telling you guys about Bet MGM uh, for about a month and a half, it's time to do that right now. Download the app. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet up to six hundred bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. It's the perfect time again with college basketball tournament getting started later on today. And note, programming note at ten thirty this morning, so less than two hours away. A to Z Sports Picks will be live early for a special edition of A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM with our guys Alan Bell and Brian Edwards giving you a breakdown of Tennessee, Oregon State. I've already seen the show rundown today. You're going to want to watch it. Brian Edwards has great options for you to parlay together. They both have parlays and picks for today's games. So A to Z Sports Picks coming up at 1030. Uh, brought to you by BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. I got a benefit. I built up a little nest egg in my account to to throw down for March Madness. I am ready for these morning activities. I got my BetMGM app ready on my phone, which we're using right now, but there's my case. <laughs> ready to go. BetMGM, download it today. Use that promo code A to Z Sports. All right, so here are some free agent wide receivers still available, and I want to figure out from you guys who makes the most sense for the Titans because the reality is even if the Titans are planning on drafting, Bateman or Marshall in the first round, they got to have a veteran. So they got to sign somebody in free agency. So big Dude, names first, Zach. Juju Smith-Schuster. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't think that that's a possibility. So I'm not personally going to waste a lot of breath and time on Juju. I think he's a, I mean, he's outstanding wide receiver, but they're not going to pay him the money. He's not worth the money to the Titans salary cap right now. 
Uh, sorry about you. And yeah. The, go go let the Jets mess that up. I I typically I basically agree with that sentiment there. So the next we're name really, we're really agreeing today. I, well, you know. I mean I brought really good points about the the two wide receivers in the, at twenty two overall, and you and you really liked it. Well, I only picked one. I, I was out on. Uh, you don't like Bateman? If you if you get the pass rusher first, you can't. Okay. If you get the pass rusher All first, right, so I, I like everybody. How about, how about yeah. this? How about this? Antonio Brown. Yeah, I said big names first. This is the only order I'm going in. Notable names I, first. I'm not. Look, I've I've seen. I saw Antonio Brown play uh, adequately this past season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Him and TB12 had a connection. Now Ryan Tannehill's not Tom Brady, but uh I wouldn't be opposed. Uh, let's set that aside. I'm I'm okay. I'm I think he he's learned his lesson a little bit, not fully. In Nashville, right? You can't go out and party like you used to because of coronavirus. He can't go honky tonk. Now he can do he can do plenty of bad things in Nashville. Plenty. <laughs> There's plenty of opportunity for Antonio Brown. But I, but I think things. he proved himself a little bit last year. Did he not? Well, Tom Brady, was he living in Tom Brady's guest house? I, I believe so. I mean, that was reported. In Derek Jeter's house? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady was living in? Yeah. So then, Antonio Brown, no. You don't want to deal with that mess. T.Y. Hilton. I think he's going to be too expensive, right? I mean, he's not. He's in the You're second under, wave. Yeah. The, the price has dropped. But for at, all. Dropped to what? I don't know. What can you get T.Y. Hilton for? I mean, do you do you want me? Do you want me to do this? God bless. Do it. What does Spo don't know? Because this market value is going to be ridiculous, and it's going to be wrong. Ten million. <laughs> Spo don't know. His ass ain't getting ten million. <laughs> no, not anymore. Significant drop. I'll bet you a case of Mill Creek, Days Craze, IPA series. I'll, get, I'll bet you three of those bad boys. TYL and they get $10 million. Yeah, the plane is. Spo! Spo's on crack. Spo, that is a ridiculous notion for $10 million. My God. So, I mean, I asked you if you want me to do this. I'm glad you did this because it just proves my point every single time we go back to Spo. Okay. So. T.Y. Hilton, I, I pass on that. Injuries are a thing. You need somebody you can rely on. Now, now, I'm just gonna run through these. Him for five. I'm just gonna run through <laughs> these. I'm gonna run through these three names. So we can get rid of them very quickly. Okay. Danny Mandola, Golden Tate, Deshaun Jackson. No, no, and hell no. Golden Tate, just because he's from Nashville, does not mean Titans should go get him. Maybe two years ago. Maybe two years ago at the trade deadline when he was traded to the Eagles, maybe that would be the time to go get Golden Tate. But actually, that was that would have been three seasons. Well, he's got to be thirty-two, old, thirty old. Like I, I don't know. Well, I, I announced his game in high school, so I know I played intramural basketball with him in college. I, I know that he, I know he's got to be thirty something. So uh, he Golden was Tate. he was a rookie in two thousand eleven season. He is thirty-two years old. Okay. Yeah, he was one year. Uh, so. Younger than no, that. no on Golden Tate. It just the it has not the production has dropped off so much over the last two full years. You're just not yeah. Years. You're not going to get much value out of a 32 year old wide receiver that's been jumping. Trucks through. keeps naming guys who have already signed deals like Moore and Cole. Like, <laughs> so I want Cole. Cole gone. Want, wanted Cole. All right, here's somebody 
who was tweeting at the Titans yesterday, who is a current free agent wide receiver, Zach, Cordero Patterson. Can you use him as special teams? Well, yes. So then I think that Mike Vrabel will entertain this. That's the typical like Mike Vrabel move. Can you play special? Can he play special teams? <laughs> that that because it helps him, right? Who because now Darrington Evans doesn't have to return kicks, right? Kickoff returns. Didn't have to. Not, well, no. Cordero Patterson's Patterson one of is. the best. He's doing that in the last decade. Who's your punt returner? Uh, well, it would be because Raymond's gone, so you probably put Badson back there or Evans. You put Patterson there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he absolutely fixes that. I, I'm okay with this. I am too because you're not gonna have to pay him that much. Well, and he doesn't need to be on the field uh, a lot. No, but he's a he's, gimmick. He's he not, is a yeah. He's a gimmick. But they uh, Cam Batson is a gimmick. Cordero Patterson's like twice the size of no. I, but Cam uh, I'm not saying that they're comparable players i'm saying they're both gimmicks yeah and brent says didn't patterson also play running back at time for the bears yeah because yes. the bears sucked so they bad they did he did the yeah so uh, i mean i i don't I mean prefer... it's only gonna be like a million bucks like that cordell patterson's not gonna be expensive he here's how i'll say this i would be fine with the titans signing cordell patterson if he's not the only veteran free agent wide receiver they sign like them signing Cordell Patterson does not mean, okay, got their free agent wide receiver. They're good now. He doesn't fix anything. Right. Okay. So then let's move on. That's a side. That's a little side squeeze. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. How much is he going to demand? I don't even want to look at Spurs. I'm not so going give to. Me, give me like a – what did he make last year? Um, like where is he trending? Sammy Watkins last year – sorry. He made – Seven million. Okay, so I'm probably out on Sammy Watkins. I think what I, I you need to target a slot receiver. Made seven million base, right? Don't you need to try? You need to target somebody in the slot because if you are, you're going to have to replace. You can't replace well, Corey say, Davis. You don't have. You can. Tar- you target the free agent wide receiver you think has the can be the most productive at the best price for you. Slot or outside. Then that helps you out in the draft, does it not? Because what did we just talk about at the beginning of the show? Yeah. How many really good slot guys are there in this draft that you can get the second or third round? So if you do go get Sammy Watkins, he replaces Corey Davis. Now you can take your edge guy in the first round and go get Elijah Moore or or Amari Rogers or somebody like the like like that in the second or third. So it doesn't matter. You find who makes the most sense for paycheck and for production. At wide receiver, regardless if they're outside or slot. How old is Sammy Watkins? He is, I got it right here. He is uh, 27. He will be 28 in the season. So he's not old. I could get on board with Sammy Watkins on the outside and you draft Elijah Moore in the second round and you draft a defensive pass rusher in the first round. I like that scenario. Yeah. I can get on board with that scenario. What about like Demarcus Robinson? who was also with the Chiefs, who was stuck behind guys like you just Hill and you Watkins just don't know their and Hardman. Hard to figure out their potential. Yeah, for sure. So you know kind of what you're going to get with Sammy Watkins. I mean, that's maybe 500 yards. I think, I think Sammy Watkins makes the most sense for somebody. If you're trying to replace Corey Davis, Sammy Watkins makes the most sense 
along with a second or third round wide receiver draft. Yeah, because Watkins is going to give you about 500 yards. And he was, how many games did he play this past year? He battled some injuries. Um, he played 10. Okay. So he had 421. Now, again, these are inflated because Mahomes. Patrick's freaking <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, hey. But there's, but, but the thing with Mahomes is Mahomes' numbers are gigantic, but, and so are Kelsey's, but everybody else is spread out. Yeah, 500, 400s to 600s. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with I'm I'm officially okay with Sammy Watkins on the outside, Elijah Moore in the slot, and a new defensive pass rusher in the first round. You sign Sammy Watkins to the Jayon Brown deal, like hey, give him a couple boarded years, spread out a signing bonus, and just I mean I'm not saying the exact number, but if Sammy Watkins and then uh, Cordero Patterson as a side squeeze, and then you go teams. get your boy Elijah Moore, I, and I, it fixed right, done. Do Elijah over we Elijah Moore, Mister Electric, that's what you're getting. That is what you're getting then, when you draft Elijah like, Moore. Can you imagine like the pregame tunnel handshake between AJ Brown and Elijah Moore? Because they're like best friends, aren't they? Yeah, they're very good. Friends. They would absolutely love that, you know, and, and I think that would drive them to be even better. Honestly, you know, you know, it would be deadly. And this is, I think of this in my own fandom, fandom mind. You know, who would be deadly for uh, Elijah Moore drafted by the Bucks with Tom Brady? Dump down city, yeah, where he, he they get him out in space to replace Chris Godwin. Ooh, ooh, give me some of that. Josh Reynolds is a guy that we haven't brought up today, but I brought him up when I mentioned Keel and Cole uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so I, I think Josh Reynolds kind of falls in the Demarcus Robinson category of guy who hasn't had a lot of opportunity that you're trying to sign to give more opportunity and see what they can do. Well, look, I, I think this conversation has been somewhat productive. I, I mean, I, I don't know if we had any we have any official no, our, answers. Our answer is Sammy Watkins. That's our preference. Yeah, because it it opens you up to it opens you up in the second round. For for me, it opens you up. Well, now you up Terrence Marshall is probably all, all uh, off, but it opens you up to the second and third round wide receivers in the draft. That's another thing. That yeah, that's does. what I'm saying. Like, so you could go target possibly a tight end in the second round. No, tight. I'd have to look at the the, the, the draft, draft does not call for a tight end in the second round. Like Pat Fryermuth from Penn State is like your next guy after Kyle Pitts. Significant drop off. Not worth. Well, everybody's a significant drop off. There's drop offs of wide receivers point, from Kyle Pitts. That, my, that's unfair. Zach, my point is Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> nobody's getting like uh, or excited about him. In the second round. Um, and then you've got Brevin Jordan and Tommy Trimble that kind of give you your top few tight ends. Like, so there's not a I I think if you like they're a big corner, wide receiver, edge rusher, tackle are all bigger needs in the second round than what the tight end position gives you this year. Uh, I, I'm with you. After looking at the tight end draft class, it's probably need to stay away. All right, A to Z Sports here live. Let's talk about Kevin Johnson. We we touched on it a little bit earlier in the show, but the Titans or or you go find your next coming of Hunter Henry. What round was he drafted? Yeah, that's what I just looked up. Second round, pick thirty five. So high. Yeah, that's high second round. Yeah. So let's talk about Kevin Johnson and what uh, that signing means for the Titans. Uh, But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one fifteen minute workout can simulate does simulate five plus hours. In the weight room, mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's full body electronic muscle simulation. So you're getting all of your muscle groups worked 
every part of your body. You're, you're targeting that hard to burn body fat. You're building those muscles, functional strength, and it's easy on your joints. So it's easy on old or existing injuries. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. I had a workout yesterday, feeling the effects of it today. Have a workout. Uh, no, I had a workout Wednesday, feeling it today. Going back to Mandu tomorrow morning before I come to Mill Creek for some basketball. So Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. A to Z Sports, don't forget, sign up for our bracket challenge. You can see that right at the bottom of the screen. A to Z Sports National.com. We have it on our social. We'll tweet that out right after the show as well to get into some final submissions. I mean, we've got hundreds of people involved in this bad boy and need more because the winner is going to take home $500. It's free to enter. It's no sweat off your back. I have, I, I've, I'm going to go ahead and say this, Austin. I have changed my final four for Monday. Yeah. My new final four, after some thinking, Baylor, Illinois, Gonzaga. I I, I went away. I didn't think Gonzaga was going to be there. I put Virginia earlier in the week. Gonzaga, and my wild card, number three seed, the Texas Longhorns. That's who I'm going with. Illinois over the Zags to win it. Um, All right. So, hey, submit it, but let's see who can win. I, We are not eligible for the $500. Bobby says, oh, man, flip-flopper, flip-flopper. Well, no, I'm we, kidding. I'm we, kidding. we did that on purpose. This was our yeah, initial. Yeah. Initial pick. Final Four, and then I usually wait until last night's games to do my full bracket because if you look, historically, the team, a, a bigger a, a 11 or 12 seed team that wins a game in that first four games usually wins in the next round. Yes. Wonderful. Because they've got the Momentum. jitters out of it. You know, it's the first game jitters that they've played a game and the other Especially if it. you play on the North Texas court. I mean, did you watch, did you see any of that last night? North Texas. They're, they're playing, I guess that was a, uh, I think it may have been an IT game. North Texas's court. North Texas is, is not in it. Distracting. North Texas is in it. But they were hosted, uh, if they're hosting it, it was not the tournament. Yeah, then it was, I the guess NIT. it was the, it was the NIT. Because all the other ones. But I at, did it, lime green. Let's just say lime green because North Texas plays. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. CNIT. No, no, you can bet on North it. Texas plays Purdue. They're in the tournament, but so, they were hosting an NIT game. North Texas. Oh, I get you. Now. You see what I'm saying? So North Texas was not playing in it. Yes, North Texas plays Purdue. Okay, that, I, that was throwing me off yeah. very much. So okay, let's get back into it. Kevin Johnson. What was your reaction to Kevin Johnson being signed? Uh, I mean, I, I think I, I, I saw somebody say that he's just a guy. He's, Kevin Bobby Lee says Kevin Johnson is just a body. He's got experience with Vrabel. He's a former first-round draft pick out of Wake Forest from 2015. He flamed out in Houston. He's bounced around to Buffalo, to Cleveland. He's He's not your answer. Like, I don't think Kevin Johnson changes the overall need of the position whatsoever. I think, I think Kevin Johnson is kind of like that commenter said is he's just the body who fills out depth. Uh, compare him to a previous Titan. You asking me to? Yeah. Taller, longer guy. In in the role, not in necessarily the, the body. Oh. Well, Sean Sims. Yeah, that's where I was kind of thinking. Like, he's your fourth corner, plays in the outside, and you have, like, Fulton slide inside or something? Yeah. Like, he's your little, he's LaShawn Sims. No, LaShawn Sims made some big plays. 
Sean Sims has more career interceptions than Kevin Johnson does. Kevin you, Johnson, you want him to be LaShawn. Kevin Sims. Johnson, one career interception. Do you know? Quick trivia, because we didn't do trivia this week. And Jack, I want you to listen to this. Jack Gentry here on Side of Mill Creek. Quick trivia: What quarterback is the only interception in Kevin Johnson's career? What quarterback threw that pass? <laughs> Jay Cutler. No. <laughs> 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 Zach Mettenberger. <laughs> he didn't even play when Jay was. Well, I guess he could have. Jay was was a couple of years ago. I just I Mate, picked the quarterback yeah. that throws a bunch of picks. <laughs> yeah, well, Zach Mettenberger. Zach Mettenberger, the only quarterback Kevin Johnson's intercepted. So that that tells you anything about the ball skills of KJ. <laughs> and then that's not that special to pick off Met show back in the day. So that that's you know he's a he changes nothing. My most memorable so. Zach Mettenberger. Interception. Do you have yours? Pick six against the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. William Gay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Slant route, out route. Oh, no, it was out, route. out route. Quick and out. Justin Hunter quit on the route. Bad throw. Never should have been thrown, but Justin Hunter sucks too. And just bye yeah. the other way. Yeah, just ruined the entire night. And then Menberger goes and marries Wiz and Hunt's daughter. That's the funniest what thing. Is, ever. That was a steal. Wiz and Hunt took him, uh, drafted him in Tennessee. Then took him all the way to San Diego at the time. Yeah. And then he marries his daughter. It's that's they had it, a connection. It, that cracks me up. <laughs> and I felt like no one had a connection with Ken Wizenhunt. No, Wizenhunt and Zach Meg- Mettenberger are polar opposite personalities. Like you have to feel like that is the is not it's probably not the strongest father-in-law, son-in-law relationship. I disagree. I think I that don't it think is. So. Josh Kurtz says he filmed their wedding. No way! <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh man, that what was did what was Ken Wizenhunt? Did Ken Wizenhunt smile walking down the aisle? That's a no from me, dog. <laughs> oh, that is well, look. We we dealt with Ken Wizenhunt not a long time because he didn't last, but the personality of Wiz just. It, it's, Wasn't it's a, polarizing. It's like a it's a football guy sitcom of, of Ken Wizenhunt and Mettenberger being in the same family. Very funny. Father-in-law. Uh, that's, Ken, that's what it's called. Josh Kurtz. Uh, Ken barely smiled the entire time. <laughs> Thank you, Josh Kurtz, for this amazing information. That was a fun little Mettenberger that segment. That was fun. That was really fun. All right, now that's how we feel about Kevin Johnson. <laughs> is that Kevin Johnson is just the guy? I mean, that I'm guessing that's how you feel too. Yes, that's all I have to say. About all right, that. let's move on to our next question. Right? I, I, the the Wizard Hunt Metburger is more interesting than Kevin freaking Johnson. The only Kevin Johnson I know played for the uh, uh, Phoenix Suns and was the mayor of Sacramento. It may still be or at one point was. There you go. All right, Zach, are the Titans winners or losers of free agency right now? And, yeah, I am going to do this. Uh, that was Josh. Josh Curd. He's on Periscope, but you're getting the love of the show Thanks. for filming uh, Mettenberger's wedding. Love of the show. I can't do that on Periscope. They don't do that. But uh, Josh Kerr, love of the show. And then shout out to uh, Brett for influencing me on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are the Titans winners or losers in free agency right now? Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai, you can be a winner. That's 
for, for damn sure. Yesterday, we were winners because we broadcasted live from the 2021 Palisade. It's their SUV. It is sleek. It has all the bells and whistles at a great price. Leather interior. The kids will absolutely love it with those bucket seats in the back. It's got room. It looks cool. And it's got fuel efficiency. Plus, it's got different settings. You go to snow mode. That would have helped a couple of weeks ago. You can go to sport mode. That'll help in a couple of weeks once springtime gets around. That is WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You go there. You say, hey, look, can I talk to Payne Bone, the owner? They're going to say, absolutely. You're going to say, look, we heard, I heard about you on A to Z Sports. Can you give me a deal? Payne will hook you up with a great deal, save you money on your next car. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports, BetMGM, download the app, sign up, use our bonus code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bets. It's the perfect time to do it. Again, BetMGM, tons of boosts, odds boosts, parlays, all types of options for the college basketball tournament to get started later on today. A to Z Sports picks, last reminder, starts at 1030. So coming up an hour away from Alan Bell, and Brian Edwards to give you guys some picks here. So are the Titans winners or losers in free agency right now? And I was laughing at Rob for saying they're losers so far, based off of my shade from Wednesday. Uh, Brent, Louie, and other Brent all say losers. Um, let's see. Justin says Charlie Sheen winning. Brandon says losers. Um, so I think the most I've seen is losers. Right? I think losers has been really? I, I think so. I think losers is the more popular answer. What is your answer? Because it's right now. So let's think, let's break it down. Subtractions. Corey Davis, John Smith, Daquan Jones, Kenny Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, and who am I missing? Adam Humphreys. Dennis Kelly. Eight notable subtractions, right? Additions, Bud Dupree, Jayon Brown, Kendall Lamb, Danico Autry, Kevin Johnson, Janoris Jenkins. I think, I think the subtractions outweigh the additions. I think right now they're losers. Jalen Brown makes it really close because of the deal and how little he signed for. Well, so here's where I'm because, at. Because yeah, I, I think uh, Ramon C. Taylor's right. Like Janoris Jenkins and Kevin Johnson are kind of like, eh. And then the, the long snapper Morgan Cox is like, okay. It's Bud Dupree, Autry, and Jayon Brown. Those are your three big, and maybe even Jenkins there too. I think it's more they're losers than they are winners at this point. There's still so many holes to fill because they lost a lot of guys. They lost a lot of guys, but they saved a lot of money. And they lost a lot of guys on the defensive side of the football, which they sucked at. They're winners, in my opinion. Okay. And here's my, my reasoning. What did we know about this football team prior to free agency? Their defense was bad. Bottom half of the league. Really, like, bottom five. So, where they are now, at least they have new players. I don't know if you could get much worse. You couldn't get worse on third down. That's for damn sure. 
you could barely get worse, maybe two or three less sacks. You were really bad there. They went and got, and if you look at all the free agencies or the free agents available, Bud Dupree was the top five free agent of all of them, and they got him. Injury or not, they got him on a long-term deal. That's value. Corey Davis, guys, is not worth the money he's about to get paid. He's not good. Okay, he is a bust. Zach is good. Zach, no, in my opinion. In, oh, stop hey, with that, hey, man. That's my opinion. That's so you can take your opinion and go in the tap room. My opinion is that Corey Davis is not good. And he's, he's not, not he, good at wide receiver. He's he's not good as a number five overall pick or $12.5 million no, 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 in no. which he is working Zach, under. Zach, did he get overpaid? Yeah, because he's a fringe wide receiver who was a nearly a thousand yard guy. So it was smart but by you the Tennessee Titans. Zach, you're saying he's not good based on what he's paid. Okay, that's hey, look, not what he's good. No, that's how you have to work under the conditions. Also, don't be an idiot. What? Are you kidding me? He's not good based on what he's paid. That's he's not going to play for free. You're good if you're free. He's not free. The Titans didn't have to pay him. So there. Bye bye. I agree with you. I agree with Mark. The tap room is not punishment. <laughs> anyway, well, it was a dumb comment by you. It was not a dumb comment. You said Corey Davis is not good. He's not. And then you pause. He is good. No, for what? What? What they're paying him to do? He's not. It's smart that they got rid of Corey Davis. It's, I'm done with the, the, it. That, I'm done that, with it. That, you know what I feel. Saying that is correct. Saying Corey it's Davis insinuated. Okay. You have to pay him something. It's under the salary. What did John John Robinson was going to have to pay him a probably ten plus million dollars to no, retain no, him? John Robinson, He's not good enough John, for that. That's fine. You can say that. But that's you, what it is. We already know. Okay. Spo don't, but we do. So that's that's that. Janu, I really liked Janu. I thought he gave good value. I do not think he's worth $12.5 million either. Agreed. So that was a smart move. Malcolm Butler, this is his cut year. Smart decision. Right. But Dory Jackson obviously didn't prove enough to be worth $10 million this season. They cut him. Kenny Vaccaro had lost a step. But facts, cold hard facts. They re-signed Jayon Brown, which I was a proponent for, for months. That is smart. Good move, John Robinson. They replaced Daquan Jones with, I don't know, you could argue that that Autry's better. They're different. Whatever. I, they, they helped Jeff Simmons in that regard. That's big. They helped their defensive line. I think they're winners because they got rid of the bad and at least got new guys. I do not I, know. I'm not going to see your Austin and tell them that the new guys are going to be good or Janoris Jenkins is going to have five picks this year. I don't know. But I do know that the guys they had playing together under Shane Bowen, the same guy who's going to be coaching as a defensive coordinator, in which he was just without the title last year, they were bad under Shane Bowen last year. Now, let's see what Shane Bowen can do with new players. They're winners in this. I, I think... I think they're the reason why I stick with their losers. I think it's really close. It's it's fairly even, but we don't ride the fence here at Izzy Sports. So I'm going to be on the loser side of things is because they are significantly worse at two very important positions. They're significantly worse at wide receiver and corner right now and they're going to because of the because of salary cap, because of the situation, what I said yesterday is that they're going to have to rely so heavily 
on rookies and Christian Fulton, who's kind of like a redshirt rookie, to produce immediately at both of those positions. That's why I, I that's why I'm cautious about what this free agency is because those two positions have been significantly worsened by the moves they've made or lack of moves they haven't made yet. And it's a championship window. It's a lot to put on here's, a rookie wide receiver and a rookie corner and, and Christian Fulton. Fair, but here's another thing of why I believe that they're winners. They're not like they're not they're not Kansas City Chiefs or Buccaneer winners. They're just winners in the sense of their free agents. Also, Austin, it has become abundantly more clear what they're going to draft. Yes. And uh, that's why they're well, winners. we don't know those players yet. We, we thought we don't know the players, we know the positions. And yeah. that's why I think they're winners. This is a good the Tennessee Titans were in a and you said it yourself many a times. I heard it. What are they gonna do with the salary cap? What are they gonna do? They don't have enough money. That what are they gonna do? They can't improve. What are we gonna do? John Robinson really restructured the entire state of this franchise under a strained salary cap. This was going to be a big offseason of turnover with if the salary cap was normal. And because he did a good job with it being even less. So far. It's a the draft again, because he whiffed so badly on the draft last year and so badly in free agency last year, he's got to hit the hit rate this year. Everybody has to, has be, to hit. No, Zach, listen to what I'm saying. The hit rate this year has to be so far above average for NFL GM hit rates in the draft for the Titans because of how bad last year was. Wrong. And here's where you're wrong. They were AFC South champions. Their offense was prolific. The only thing they have to hit is to improve their 29th, 28th ranked defense to 14th. Zach, the, the offense is significantly less productive with what they have. They have A.J. Brown and no-name guys to throw the ball to. We just said the, the ability to go pick out name guys. Whether it is, and we we kind of decided on Sammy Watkins, if they can go get T.Y. Hilton for $6 million, not 10 but 6 or they take a chance on Antonio Brown, or they go out and, and draft a guy higher that can come and impact, the world is not – not falling I'm not anymore. I'm just saying there's a lot of pressure on this draft class being really good. There's always pressure on teams that are in their Super Bowl window. So you're not saying that, anything that, that we don't know. I, well, I'm I'm trying but to hammer that home. No, but because stop hammering. It's insinuated. I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? I, I don't think it, I yes. To, it is insinuated that your guys have to hit in a Super Bowl window I'm, to get you over the top. But. If the Titans want to win playoff games next year, they're going to have to have a damn good rookie class. And John Robinson didn't have that last year. But the rookie cl- Isaiah Wilson is gone. He will not be here. Cole McDonald is gone. But Darrington Evans can improve. Christian Fulton can become a very nice piece, right? Some of the other lower-round picks can get better and create depth well, it's Chris for your Jackson roster. And, and, and they can create – and those guys – Chris can Jackson, do what they were drafted to do in creating the, depth. Correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Chris Jackson got torched every snap uh, that he played almost. All, he's, just, he's a depth guy. He doesn't have to be a starter. All right. So all, it is insinuated from here on out, these guys got to hit. Their moves that they make have got to be impactful. 
We agree. Yes. And I just think because of last year, Bud Dupree has to hit. We understand that. And there's extra, I'm saying there's always pressure on it. There's but, extra pressure because last year nobody hit. We all know that. We know that. Okay. All right. Let's get to good news and end our week with ain't that good news. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Again, boneandjointtn.org. Whenever the injury happens to you in life or someone you love, make sure you know where to turn for the best care possible. And that is in Franklin, Tennessee, at the Bone and Joint Institute. They've got all the doctors, all the facilities, all the resources to get you back on the path to health. Boneandjointtn.org. It is Sports. Two things. Join our March Madness Bracket Challenge. You're going to win $500 if you win that bracket. Straight cash, homie. And second, download the BetMGM app. Use promo code a 2 z both are free, right? We're not, you don't have to pay anything. That's one thing AZ Sports prides itself on, on the creation of this company. We have never asked you guys for money. We don't ask you for money. You don't actually have, given money. Yeah, we give money. We don't ask money. Everyone's like, subscribe. Hey, here's my OnlyFans. You want to see my nipple? No, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. It's free. It's free, okay? That's what we pride ourselves on. We're going to try to get what we are going to give somebody $500. And we're giving you a promo code to win money at the BetMGM app. All right. Ain't that good news? What's your good news? I want you to go first. I got oh. some really good news that I've been working on throughout the course of this show. And everybody's going to be Strike, strike good says news. good news. Zach's nipples are free. <laughs> right? Free nipples. Free the nipple and free nipple. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Jason says, where do I go to enter the bracket challenge? Uh, good news. Keep the good news flowing. If you just... I've already commented it, Zach, if you want to comment and paste it in the Facebook comments. But if you just Google A to Z Sports Bracket Challenge, it pops up the first link right there. So that's where to do it. But uh, <laughs> um, So my good news, well, real quick, Jabu says he finally got his PS5 delivered yesterday. I'm going to avoid the obvious good news of the fact that we got a basketball tournament yeah, for the first yeah, time in two years. Yeah, you got destroyed for that. <laughs> Say what? I said you would have got destroyed. That is that is just generalized good news. Yeah, it's great news because I loved this weekend. Absolutely loved it. And the fact that we didn't have this last year, it was a bummer, and it's back. So that's great news. But my first, my good news is got to congratulate a buddy uh, who I haven't, I haven't talked about this really with anybody, but it's official now, so I can have a buddy who works in college football. He left the program for a better program. And I got to give congrats to my buddy, Will Redmond, who left the Kansas football program and their scouting department and recruiting. And he's now down the bayou, Zach. He's on Ed Orgeron's staff at LSU. So pretty pumped up for him uh, to be on a SEC. He's a director of recruiting in the SEC, which is pretty legit uh, there for my buddy, Will. So congrats, Will. That's now official. Been in the works for a few weeks. Uh, but he's been doing some good stuff at Kansas with recruiting. Uh, so now he's down there at LSU under Ed O. Yeah, no, that is good. And uh, I, I know Will, he works really, really hard. And that is, you know, it comes with the territory. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to go to different places. You're going to have to climb the ladder. And he's climbing a pretty damn good ladder yeah. to, to go to LSU. If you're part of an LSU program, that's big time. Um, good news from Zach Goodman. March Madness is finally back. Have something to watch this weekend. Good news is a three-day weekend from C. Smith 0607. Good news if from Donald has a day off eating pizza for breakfast. Uh, that's something you like to do or I, used to uh, like to do? I don't do that anymore, but I used to a yeah. lot. Right? Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, Evan White says, good news. The Vols are basically national champs because I'm losing. Basically, Does that I, mean that you're not going to watch? Uh, I, th- I think that is that he is not going to watch. Uh, let's see. Elizabeth says, good news. Syracuse is actually in the tournament. They are 11 and 11, seed. 11 seed versus Dude, San Diego State. Buddy Beheim can drop it. Like Buddy Beheim's fun to watch. He is the dude that just will work everybody in the gym when he's like 45, 50 years old. And good news from Shrike got his second vaccine yesterday. That's good. So he's playing with house money. That's always good. Uh, Michael Michael says, you guys are in my hometown. Used to play uh, the actual Mill Creek all the time growing up. So oh, nice. In the a- area. There you go. Uh, shout out to that. Jeff says, good news, saving up money for a new car. Great score, credit score going up. Jeff, I'm telling you, Wilson County Hyundai, you save up money, you'll save up less money because they'll hook you up with a deal. So here's my good news, and more good news is rolling in. Bits of good news, and then I'm going to end the show on this good news. Okay. But two good news. My sister and her uh, her two kids have been here on their spring break in Nashville. I've gotten to see them and hang out all week. That has been enjoyable. Yeah. Next week, I get redemption because the snow, damn you, the snow, canceled my trip to the Florida Keys. I'm back, baby. You can't keep me down. I rented a convertible to drive down to the Keys. Uh, or fly and then drive the keys. Flying into Miami and then driving the keys. Yes, uh, that's next week. But really the best news of all on this Friday comes from the guy who got the love of the show. Yeah. And that's Josh Kurd. So we are going to play you out with some bits <laughs> of Zach Mettenberger's wedding. Here's your good news. It's amazing how much you can overthink this when it's the easiest thing to say um mary i love you and i always will always be there to protect you always be there when you need somebody to pick you up always be there to support you i love you because you're always there for me when i need you you've been the rock that i've always been looking for and i can't wait to spend the rest of our life together because you're the most wonderful person i've ever met in my life Oh, my. (laughs) All right, have a good weekend. See you later. Adios.